Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Joy of Junk Journals coming to you live. Um, well, actually recorded, but I'm live right now, and you are too at, at your end. Whenever this record, whenever you hear this, me and Sunny and Holly and Happy and Leonardo and Pava are all here. And uh, so I thought today this might be kind of fun. I thought I would go into my uh, YouTube comments and answer some questions. Got some uh, uh, questions that I see popping up, and uh, I thought this might be just something fun to to do on a podcast. So here, I'm just doing this at random. These are not pre-thought or anything, and you're just going to hear them the minute I see them, too. So uh, the first one is, okay, you said I don't have kids or anything like that. Hmm. What is the anything like that, LOL? I thought that was kind of funny. And uh, it's funny because I thought back, I thought back about that too, uh, making that comment. And I thought, well, wait a minute, I have all these, these animals. I have my zoo. They're kind of like my kids. And so in essence, I guess I really do have kids. And Sunny, Sunshine, my son, (laughs) is very much my son. And uh, we had a great day today. We went to the park. And uh, I did, uh, I actually, I bring my computer to the park and we work in the car and he hangs out with me while I sit there. And, uh, um, you know, I took him, we went out and had lunch together. We went with Papa and then uh, we thought about going shopping, but we decided, no, maybe we're just going to go back and um, go back to the paper outpost and uh, do some more stuff. So we had a few things we had to get done today. So me and my son uh, did that today. So that was fun. Um, all right, next question. What have we got? I know I haven't read these, so I don't know what we're, I'm reading here at all. So brace yourself. Uh, it says, great ideas. How about spraying water on some of these too? Oh, they must have been watching my uh, Turning Ugly Papers Pretty, uh, the video that went out um, on December 14th. I can't wait to try some of these ideas on ugly papers. Um, you know, I didn't think about that. Um, that's another way to take uh, the gelatos and the distress crayons. Apparently, they... Uh, liquefy with water so they have I know that the gelatos they have a waxy component um, which can be spread and I guess the distress crayons will dissolve with water or maybe they both will who knows but um, something new to try on another video day so I will definitely give that a go and I've not personally tried that much yet I think I tried a little water once with the distress crayon and it didn't move all that well but maybe I wasn't doing it right or something or I didn't wait long enough okay um Okay, now the next one says, Hello, recently started to watch your channel. Really enjoyed it so far. Thank you for sharing. P.S. Anyone know where the stencil, which stencil is used at 1249? Hmm. Uh, Now, stencils to me are a bit of a, my collection. Um, uh, They primarily uh, came from a few late nights on eBay where I've gone on there and let's say I've looked up leaf stencil or butterfly stencil or flower stencil and then I I put it um, I put the setting to uh, lowest price first and sometimes you can get some really good deals like crazy crazy good deals Um, uh, sometimes just for a couple pennies Um, or sometimes they'll sell packs of 10 for you know one two three dollars something like that so you can get some really good deals Oh, that's my African Grey Holly, who loves to join in the conversation whenever I'm making a video or doing a podcast. So hello there, Holly. Yes, he's probably 15 feet away from me, but he he knows Mama's doing something, right, baby boy? Yep. Uh Uh-huh. He had a nice morning this morning. He had a shower this morning in the shower. Yes, he loves his little shower. And uh, then he gets a nice round of uh, chewing up all my tissue paper that we have, um, like Kleenex, in the bathroom so he goes through a round of chewing 
of that and uh and that's kind of his morning yep so he gets his big Audi time a nice little refreshing shower and uh, he's a happy camper so let's see here's another one okay um let's see i love your methodologies are you sure you're not a professor of psychology <laughs> yeah uh, um i probably need to go see a professor of psychology i'm still trying to learn not to limit myself and be happy about it and you know my age haha <laughs> they uh, oh hey the ugly papers turned out nice especially the music and flowers one okay so i thought that was a very fun one and um um uh, you know I think as a kid, I just really had fun playing, making mud pies, and there's still that part of me inside of me that just loves to get messy when I'm crafting, and uh, let the colors fly, let the come come what may, and the freedom happen, and uh, um, every once in a while, something turns out right, and uh, that's a good day, and even if it didn't, you still had fun along the way, so what more can you ask than that, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, here we go. The next one is, where did you find the word word rubber stamps, inspire, believe, etc.? I love your videos. You're so creative. Okay. Um, I got those. I believe I bought them used on Etsy. So that's another um, resource for you. You can, you can buy used stamps on Etsy or on eBay. And I don't know about Amazon if they sell used ones, but often people are getting rid of stamps. And uh, sometimes these are one-hit wonder stamps or old Uh, stamps that aren't used anymore that often but often they're perfectly fine I mean the rubber can get a little hard over time but generally it's pretty hard to beat up a stamp unless there's a defect in the stamp itself or um, I've had some stamps which are like it'll be a big stamp and maybe the middle doesn't press down the way it should so you kind of have to learn to press your paper into the middle. So you kind of learn how to work with these little goofy stamps. But in general, I've had pretty good luck with the used stamps. Um, buying new stamps is so expensive. And there, there's some really beautiful stamps out there. But um, And I know Hobby Lobby drastically reduced their stamp supply. They used to have a whole aisle of stamps. And then that, now they reduced it. It's like barely there at all. And um, not really a lot of variety anymore. I think... Maybe the stamping part of junk journaling or maybe from scrapbook days when scrapbooking started to fade a little bit and junk journals started to morph or maybe some people kind of morphed over to junk journal land. Um, I don't know if rubber stamping came along that much. I still like it a lot. I think it's a, a great way to make a, an easy image um, that you can play with. You can color it in. You can... Um, put themes like flower themes or nature themes through your book relatively quickly, easily. I'm definitely not the world's best stamper. I probably do everything wrong, but I get the job done and uh, I I see, like, you can tell there's a little struggle in my stamping. But um, uh, I've learned that once you stamp and it doesn't go down that good, down that well uh, to try and re-stamp over it, it's probably not the best thing to do. Probably better either, number one, just leave it as is and call it um, antique. Uh, or um, fill it in with a thin black magic marker where the lines are not connecting, and that will help save the day. Um, that has saved me a few times. But, or the other backup, which is also wonderful, is covered up. Or let's say you really wanted that stamp there, but you, you 
it botched and you don't know what to do, um, you can cover, like put a little piece of paper or material down right there and use it as a, a little cluster looking like thing and then stamp right over top of it and put the original stamp that you really wanted there. Or stamp it off the page and then glue that piece of paper to the page. I mean, you have ways around it. There's always uh, options and you're never out of ideas or um, solutions. You just got to think of them. That's it. They're out there. You just got to pluck them out of the sky. And uh, do you know where you got that big tree stencil? Yes, I do. And I put it in my Amazon store because I get asked that all the time. And uh, fair warning, this big tree stencil is a super duper expensive, heavy price stencil as far as stencils go. And it comes in two forms. You can either buy the actual tree itself or the cutout of the tree. So um, de depending on whether you want the positive or the negative one. But I think in each set, it comes with a big one and a small one. But I'll tell you, for all the you know money I've spent on craft supplies, that big tree stencil was worth every penny because I use it so much because you can use it for little backgrounds, big backgrounds. It's just like so cool because it's this tree. And I haven't really seen a lot of like trees, you know, in stencils out there, which you would think that would be something that they would make a ton of because, you know, nature and trees and everything is such a universal love of so many peoples, but so many peoples, um, <laughs> you know, all the peoples. Um, but, uh, uh, so yes, that tree stencil is, you can find it in my Amazon shop. I, I don't remember the name of the actual maker offhand, but, um, yeah, it, I have found it. That's like one of those things, you know, that you use a lot. That would be one. And I've beaten that thing up. I mean, it, it's taken a lot of abuse from me and some stencils are flimsy and they have a lot of intricate design, but then when you're heavy stenciling on them, they fold up and, um, fold back on themselves and then you get little areas that aren't like they don't look like the original design they were supposed to be because it's all bent up uh, but this one this one has really held strong it has been a strong sturdy tree stencil so thumbs up to that tree stencil maker yay <laughs> you go okay how about this one this uh, you had me at black gesso i do assemblage or assemblage possibly as well and i use it maybe three times more than white um, oh, that's cool. Uh, I guess it's my safety zone. I don't have gelatos. Is there something else I can use? The first one looks wonderfully messy and I want to, I want some of that. Uh, love you in Southern California. Um, okay. So, um, I guess it, you had me at black gesso. I do assemblage as well. And I use maybe three times more than white. Okay. So she is using that. I don't, oh, what can I use for as gelatos? I would say... Um, you know, just coming, thinking about it, I would be thinking of pastels, chalks, watercolor, acrylic paints, something like that, where you could lay down different colors across. I think acrylics would work well. Um, and you could streak them across or you could solid them across depending on how, how you apply them. Like, are you going to apply them with a sponge, a brush, um, your hand, um, who knows, um, what you're going to, what kind of technique you're going to use, but, uh, I think sponging on a, uh, a piece of ugly scrapbook paper and sponging on a color that you like, and then creating something else out of that paper. That's a, <clears throat> I don't know if you have a lot of little extra, um, paint, uh, bottles around like you know the little Walmart uh, bottles of paint they're not very expensive the acrylic paints um, you could really do some amazing things to some uh, ugly scrapbook paper that just needs to have some fun it's like it hasn't gone out and partied in a long time it's just time you know and, and you could just really show it a lot of fun um, so I would consider doing something like that 
Um, now, regular crayons won't give you the smudge effect the way a gelato will, but makeup. Oh, there you go. If Yeah, that's what I would do. I would play with eyeliners or lipsticks or something like that because you'll get more of a smear smudge if you run it across the paper and then smoosh it around because it's going to have a little bit more oil in it. Now, it may rub off a little bit, but maybe not if you let it dry. If you really let it dry out there, it might dry up and not smudge too much, or you might just put a light mist of um, clear acrylic sealer spray over it, and that might just uh, seal it in so you don't have any issues. Uh, So there's some ideas to play with. And then uh, we have, uh, Pam, I have a question for you. Do you find that Distress Crayons and Faber-Castell Crayons aren't permanent? It's like they continue to rub off. What do you use? Thanks in advance. Um, Well, I've had a personal battle with the Distress Crayons. I'm trying to figure out. I bought a ton of them, too. Apparently, I thought I had to have them. Um, And I originally bought them to use them to almost like a Stabilo pencil where you draw around the outline of a picture or something and then you smudge it to give it that, um, uh, you know, that distressed look. Oh, it's that steampunk look. That's what I'm trying to think of to say. Yeah, that steampunk look. And um, it seemed to work okay for that because you could smudge just a little bit in that one area, but they're kind of thick on the end, so it's hard to get close to the the main image and and sometimes it goes over the image so I think I just need to play with them more and and figure out exactly how to do that and Faber-Castell crayons I'm wondering if she's thinking of the gelatos but the uh um as far as she's asking if they're permanent well I guess they're only as permanent uh, remember they can be moved by water so if water splashes onto it it will dissolve and move Uh, heat from your hand will uh, move it now if that hardens over time um, you know I'm not really sure I haven't really had things migrate um, or do they come off on the next page across that's possible but I haven't seen it be a huge problem but it is possible like like I said if you're uh, concerned about that at all I would just spray a light mist of acrylic sealer spray over the top and that should handle the problem Um, I think so um, if not, well, then you tried. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, ne- next question. How much did these beauties each sell for, please? Okay, my Victorian Rose Junk Journals, she's asking. Uh, the most recent one sold for uh, $125 each, and there were 12, and they sold rather quickly, but I am um, back in the craft room making more goodies for my Etsy shop, so uh, I'm going to uh, do my darndest to put a few more items uh, in the shop before Christmas. Um, they may or may not make it there, by Christmas, but I'm hoping that uh, I can I can get something together for you guys to to have something to put in a stocking or something like that. Maybe I'll try something different this time. I don't know. Just see how it goes. But uh, they were a lot of fun to make, and everything just came together. It was I had I found this big beautiful bolt of upholstery material, and it was just it was just beautiful rose color. And I had already made these rose. Uh, loose watercolor rose pictures that I turned into these bookmarks with some material on top. And then on the end, I also came across um, some beautiful um, cotton muslin that had a rose print on it. And it just whoosh all came together for this Victorian rose concept. So uh, I'm sure I'll be playing with more ideas related to Victorian rose uh, uh, ideas because I love I love that theme. I love that uh, concept. Uh, so probably be more things uh, coming out along that way, but not quite sure when. Just keep your peepers open. Um... Uh, let's see, what else do we have? We have um, 
Did anyone else laugh a little when she talks about hearing the trick about the microwave on the streets? I want to know where these crafter streets are. I need to move there so I'm more accepted. <laughs> I love that. Yep, and you're not the first person to comment about that, but yeah, I did. I <laughs> it's one of those rumblings, you know, the rumblings uh, in the crafter world, like, oh yes, of course, the microwave trick with the, the washi tape. And I had heard it for a few years, but I'd never tried it. And you know, I had my washi tape lives behind me when I'm sitting in my chair. It's in this uh, chest of drawers that is behind me. And for some reason, I uh, I just forget they're there. So now that they're organized, um, I feel like this great sense of joy when I open the drawer. And I'm very happy to say that um, I used the, uh, you know, those metal pieces in the hanging file folder things. I was, I cut off the files because I was using them for something, but I had all these white things left. And uh, so I ended up putting my, um, my uh, washi tape rolls on them. And I thought, oh, I, you know, I could pick up a whole row of this and put it over on the table and pull off what I need. But I, what I found out uh, in actual usage is I just go in there and find the one I want. I don't remove it from the roll. I don't lift the whole row out. I just pull off the piece I need, tear it, and everything stays put. And so far, it's holding together. So I don't think I'm going to do any changing about it. Um, somebody did bring up a really good idea, which I liked. She said, what if you tied a string from one end to the other? That way, if you needed the whole row, you could just lift it up and take it with you and nobody would fall off the edge and then you could just put it back. And somebody else suggested, why don't you hang it up on the wall from that string that goes from one end to the other and then you could just hang them that way too. So there's a lot of different ways you could you could play with that to get your washies out in front of your nose so you remember you have them, so you use them up. And uh, the next woman said, oh, my God, are they gone already? Yes, yes, they're gone already. That She's referring to the Victorian Rose journals. Um, what is the cover made from originally before the material is put on? Oh, very good question. Okay, so this was actually an experiment, and I, I, I do want to do a video on this because um, I think it went really well. The... Um, the idea was to make a fabric cover journal, but the, the journal cover itself was also soft cover. Um, and so I just, I, it's a very simple concept. I, uh, uh, it's a sandwich. I made a sandwich of a, um, a uh, file folder, blanket, and file folder. Yes, <laughs> I had to, um, I was actually originally going to put felt on the inside and I went into my garage and I have this big store of felt there and I was going to start rummaging through that. But I came across this blanket, which was, uh, it felt like felt actually, it was a little thicker than felt, um, like two rows of felt, maybe two, two layers of felt, it would be that thick. Uh, but I thought, you know, it had enough squish to it where it might make a nice journal cover. And I thought, huh, huh. You know, why not? And uh, so that I actually made that noise in the garage. Um, <laughs> but uh, there you go. So that's exactly how I made that. And I will do a video on how to make that because I think it's a, it's something that everybody might find easily accessible. And um, it would be fun for folks to know how to do that if you've never done that before. This is the first time I've done it. And um, I was pretty happy with the results. I'd like to share that with you uh, guys. So absolutely. Um, somebody else said, can you, someone please let me know the name of the Etsy store. Um, yes, there's a link below the video. For some reason, Etsy has a very, um, uh, the search engine, well, let's just say it's not that great. You can type in the paper outpost or paper outpost and you won't find my shop. For some reason, it's out there in cyberspace in the ethers, but it really is there. Um, if you type the word, the paper outpost with the each first letter of the word capitalized but there's no spaces um, it should bring it up but it doesn't always I've tested this myself so the most uh, 
the best way to do it is actually to use the link I put below my videos. It's, um, what is it exactly? It's, it's kind of a weird thing, but for some reason, if you click that, it takes it right to the store. If you put in something pseudo like mine, um, let's see, Etsy, just going to the Etsy shop with you here. Here. Okay. So that's, that's me shop. Okay. Let me type in the all lowercase. I probably won't be able to get my shop by doing this. The paper, new word outpost, all lowercase. And where do I go? Nowhere. Nope. Okay. Uh, no, there, what's that? Nope. Can't buy myself. Paper outpost journals. Okay. Yeah. There are some links which look something like my stuff, but it's not my storefront. It looks like it could be my storefront, but there's a lot of other sellers in here and you have to be careful. Be very careful when you do that. When you go to Etsy and you punch in a store name, you might think you're on that store, but look for the name of the store in the bottom left corner of the picture and it'll tell you exactly what store it is. Um, I actually did have a woman buy a journal. She thought she was on my site and it turned out it was somebody else's journal and uh, she ended up buying it. Um, uh, she, so that can happen. And I don't know why Etsy sets it up this way, but it is that way. So let me try it. Um, let's put the word all together. The paper outpost is if there's no spaces. Let's see what we get. <clears throat> Same thing. Not my, uh, not my shop. Okay. And then, um, I get one paper outpost thing and then everything is somebody else. I uh, don't know why that is. And um, now if I capitalize the first letter with no spaces, try the paper outpost, no spaces, but the and paper and outpost are all capitalized. Let's try that. That is what I used to think worked. Let's see if it still does. Okay, here we go. We're clicking. And we clicked. <coughs> all right, it's thinking. It's thinking. Like, I don't know what this woman wants. Why does she keep bugging me typing in the paper outpost? Nope, not my shop. <laughs> so the only way I'm actually able to find my shop, <laughs> even me, is, um, okay, if you do click out and you do find, uh, for some reason, the paper and, paper and lace vintage digital com kit comes up a lot, and you click on that one, uh, you'll see the word, the paper outpost, in the left lower corner of the picture. And if you click on that, that will take you to the paper outpost paper and lace digital vintage digital and then you have to click on the word the paper outpost on the upper right and that finally takes you to the front of the shop i have no idea why it's like that it just is or you can just use the link below my videos which uh will, will get you there eventually uh, if you haven't passed out already um and uh, so I think we've answered quite a few questions today, but um, so I hope you had fun. I hope you enjoyed these little thoughts of, uh, uh, you know, life as a crafter in the craft room, just hanging out with the pup and uh, um, thinking about what I'm going to make next. And I'm wondering about what are you, what are you guys going to make next? What is on your paper palette? Um, are you itching to make a journal? Are you going to make some ephemera or some embellishments? Or are you going to make some portfolios or some envelopes or... Um, you know, who knows what, what is going to be created with those hands today. So I hope whatever you do, you have a lot of fun and lots of hugs. Merry Christmas from all of us to all of you. And I'll be talking to you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.